0: Welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is the 184th episode, and as they say, that that that's on stimulus. So (laughs) for this one, uh, I want to give a big shout out to our Patreon members, of course, Uh, for Patreon. If you are supporting the podcast, I appreciate you. Uh, And if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, give us that rating and review, of course. Uh, But you can also get some bonus content, including episodes that are only available to Patreon members. Uh, But you also get some behind the scenes stuff. You get. Voting Power, and of course, our podcast, Merch. So if you want to check that out, that's patreon.com slash classroombrew. Now, as I say these words and come to you from this this episode of the podcast, whenever you're listening to it, just know that it was recorded shortly after the agreement between the Chicago Teachers and Chicago Public Schools was reached. So they have agreed to start the slow process of uh, teachers returning to school, And they're doing it with certain grade levels in mind. Now, the high schoolers so far do not have anything in place to actually, you know, rejoin uh, anytime soon. I'm sure that will be another negotiation shortly. Can't wait for that to happen. So for me, it kind of weighs in. We're in the balance, if you will. Uh, That said, I recorded the last episode. And the issue was that we should wait for, we could do this like a slow opening where each. Uh, class or each grade level, you know, gets priority. So like that level of teachers, whatever it is, because the, the issue isn't, let's put everybody else on hold for a vaccine. It's let's just make sure it's safe. And something that I don't know if I really highlighted this enough, but we're not even considering the fact that there are students with parents and families or whoever they're living with that are being put at risk. So like when I was doing the PSAT, I mentioned this, but there were a couple of kids that just refused to do the mask because they didn't feel like it because they got tired of it after 10 minutes. So that combined with the fact that there are even some staff members that don't believe that you should be wearing a mask, it's a huge issue. Uh, and so I, I say all of this because uh, in the news this past week, there, I, I've noticed that there's a trend in stories when it comes to the reopening. And it doesn't matter what state you live in or city, whatever the case is, it's gonna be the same wherever you are because here's how it goes. Students are reporting that online school is really hard for them and parents are really tired. Then they cut to some kid being like, it's really hard and I can't learn from my teacher. Then it cuts to some other kid, my internet's not as good. Then another kid cuts in just like, I don't learn this way, like we, we get it. But then it cuts to some parents being like they literally Picture them just basically as a, a news corporation, whatever. They're just shoving a mic in a kid's face being like, do you like online school or no? Do you miss your friends? Tell us about it. And then the best they get from the kid, not to, I mean, they're kids. They shouldn't have to be on. Uh, they're not expecting someone to shove a microphone in their face, but they go, yeah, it was really hard. And they move on. And the news company's like, we did it today, guys. We, we've reached our, our peak. We got the content we really needed out of that quote. It, riveting stuff. They always they always cut back to the news person afterwards too. And they're like, yeah, yeah, inspiring words, inspiring. Like you weren't even listening. How is that inspiring? But the the one guy that I mentioned maybe a couple weeks ago who lives in like San Francisco or something, saying like, well, we could just do school outside. This isn't rocket science. I live in Chicago, motherfucker. What's wrong with you? And that is on stimulus. That also brings up the fact that I... I, I am lucky enough that I got my first dose. And some of you guys may have seen that on my Instagram story. Uh, I got a lot of people that were given shout outs and things like that. Uh, so, so thank you. I, I don't think I deserve it because I didn't do anything. I just showed up. Um, but everyone was, everyone was very nice. And uh, I did wake up very sore, but I'm, I'm happy to be sore because uh, I, not everyone has access to the vaccine. State of Illinois is trying to provide more and more opportunities. It looks like the current administration is trying to provide more and more opportunities so this is not me at all uh, complaining anyway I just I thought it was funny that when when I was there everyone was so nice and they were thanking they were thanking me for being there the person that was benefiting from being there and they're thanking the first responders and the I don't even know if they were nurses or nurse practitioners or or whatever but they're all thanking me or when we had to wait at the end you have to wait about 15 minutes for some people 30 minutes once you're done getting the vaccine just to make sure you don't die or something or grow an arm in two seconds. And uh, when it was finally my time was over, I, I thanked everybody and they even offered me water and free hand sanitizer. And they're thanking me. And I'm like, no, thank, truly, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Like everyone was so friendly and so nice. And I, I didn't realize why it felt so odd. I feel like I should be thanking them more and more and more. I couldn't get enough thanks out there. And I didn't understand why I was being thanked. And it wasn't until Rihanna actually pointed this out, saying, oh, it was weird feeling appreciated? Yeah, that's a sign that you're a teacher. So that's truly, I figured out that's exactly what it is. I'm just not used to it. Uh, and, it and it was nice. It, it really was. It wasn't, it wasn't necessary, but I, I get it. Uh, I'm not sure if it was just because there are people that are refusing to do it and they're putting first responders at risk. And so if there's someone that's willing to go, it makes some sense. But it, it was an interesting, uh, interesting moment. Which is funny, because you wouldn't know it that there are people out there that actually appreciate teachers. That's assuming they knew I was a teacher, I should say. Oh, I love rum. And extended weekends. Those are always fun, too. So, um, it's a good opportunity for us to jump into our Comment Hero of the Week. Welcome to the Comment Hero of the Week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, what's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. So we actually have a few different ones. And I have Lish to thank for this one because she sent an article. Uh, this is an article from the Star Tribune. So I'm assuming that's a Minneapolis thing because it says, court orders Minneapolis district to accept teachers work from home requests. And uh, the uh Lish said, just take your pick. Uh, there are, are plenty of gems in here and uh, a bunch of people that are hating on teachers and people talking about, well, what's the, what's the, the risk that they're facing by not having it. Like, what is the, does it change the COVID uh, survival rate from 98% to 99%, like stuff like that, you know what I mean? Uh, but the one that Lish really pointed out was this guy, Glenn Y. And I don't know if, uh, if Glenn Y is his real name, but he says, keep in mind, those stores' employees have been required to show up to work to get paid. They have been exposed to thousands of different people daily, not a controlled group of 30-plus students. Also, they can pay for their property taxes, of which over half goes to the schools where these chicken-shit teachers refuse to show up. But we see these teachers at Cub, Target, Walmart, Menard, Cost Menards, idiot, Costco, Sam's, Home Depot, one word, regularly. If they think they are virtuous by using Amazon, There are thousands in the supply chain that have to show up to get paid and service these pigs. So it sounds like we're pigs. Glenn has some unresolved issues. Uh, I'm not sure if he's an incel, but let's check in real quick. Was it Glenn something with a Y? If you want, you can roast this guy. If If you somehow figure out who I'm talking about, let me pull up Glenn. Well, first off, Glenn's profile picture is OJ with mittens on in place of the glove. So I already know that Glenn isn't power or, uh, isn't confident enough, uh, t- or brave enough to put himself out there. This is for sure a fake thing, and uh, for sure oh, he got he's got some stuff about he's part of a Facebook group called Obamacare Failed. Interesting. He's got some YouTube thing about students that hate Kamala. Uh, he's got he's got a huge crush on the former first lady Melania Trump and he's making fun of people that define their pronouns saying motorcyclist who identifies as bicy- bicyclist sets the cycling world record oops! Now I don't want to you know put any labels on anything but anyone that's sharing ads from MyPillow that's a big red flag he's not going to sleep with you the Pillow guy. Now I take it, you know, this is probably someone that's also homophobic if they're clearly transphobic, Uh, and he posts videos from Donald Trump Jr. (sighs) Oh my God. Okay, so let's break it down. So we're the fat pigs. We haven't been showing up. And yet, as most of you know, most of you guys that are listening, by the way, are teachers and are either working from home. And we're talking close to what feels like 24-7, pretty close to it, at least 16-hour days. Uh, Or you're working hybrid, meaning you're doing both. You're teaching kids in the classroom with all these different stipulations and you're doing it online. Or you're 100% in person, in which case your anxiety should be or probably is through the roof all day, every day. So uh, guys like Glenn or Mike M saying enough of the BS, get back to work. You clearly don't know that we're working. I feel like I'm a broken record at this point by saying, look, man, we don't want to do this either. And if you don't realize that by now, when you jump in the comment section, then maybe you truly earned that 59.5 that your teacher rounded up for you to a D in all of your English or rhetoric classes, whatever. I'm assuming you graduated from someplace in the South where they were teaching things related to the Confederate flag Means state rights. It has nothing to do with the clearly racist intentions of the people that wave it and fly it. By the way, why do they still sell it? Doesn't that seem like a really easy solution? Like, let's get rid of the Confederate flag and all it stands for. Let's just not let people sell it anymore. Like, they can go to their their army surplus from the Civil War <laughs> places or whatever to get it, along with their other supplies. I'd imagine they like to get canned beans from that era as well, because there's no microchips in that for sure. I bet probably. Who knows. Our second, our, I guess those, that was two, kind of, when you think about it. But another uh, article that I saw here, let me pull up the original post, and this is related to CPS. So not to make it too Chicago-centric, uh, but this is from WBEZ saying, while teens could be in person before the year is up, it's a more complicated process, blah, 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 blah. But the article is, as younger CPS students return to school, some high school families say, what about us? Now, it it seems like a fair question. I mean, in theory, some of these parents are thinking, oh, in person in person is better, but they don't know the whole the whole half of it. And so basically it's just an article, you know, talking about the the obvious concerns of parents that don't have some sort of a timeline for when their high schooler could be returning to the classroom. And I will point out that Gina S is being a true like the the non-asshole version, pointing out all the, the hundreds of cases in different school districts. Uh, and there are other people that are pointing out the fact that you can't compare Chicago public schools to the the suburbs, and all good things, all good things. And and people that are people that are pointing out that it, it, it's not over yet. This isn't just like a, we made it. It's it's a new year. We made it. We're all good now. But I want to point out this guy David B, who is a man of few words, five to be in fact, saying I'm going to count just in case during this. The CTU, two words, is hurting kids. And now Rebecca decided to reply. You misspelled CPS, so let's pull up Dave Blatt. Now Dave Blatt, not to you know get too superficial, but he looks like the back of a pruned thumb. So let's go into some of his his posts here. Oh, there's only two. It looks like it's real. He just has really good privacy settings, probably for this reason. Um, Oh, he doesn't have anything. Oh, that's so disappointing. Nobody really even called him out here. But Dave, my guy. Did you realize all the things that the teachers were picketing for and fighting for? Again, I don't want to be a broken record just talking about this. As a matter of fact, when we get to some more Comment Hero stuff, I'd like to talk about some more ESL-related stuff and all that. Uh, So I just, for this one, I really want to give a shout-out to, like, Michael G. And uh, who was the other one? Kristen T. People that are pointing out, like, you do realize there's a pandemic going on now, right? Someone said Ebola. That's not really... (laughs) Uh, but there are also people that were jumping in saying, you know what, my kids in high school or my kids in elementary school, and they're staying home. We're going to play it safe. It's not an ideal situation, but we're going to hunker down and fucking deal with it. Okay. And, th- and that is on stimulus. Should that be the episode title? On stimulus. I'll let Matt decide that one. So that's, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm getting kind of fed up with it. Now, a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was, it was last week, I'm sorry. Last week, I, I had an activity in mind. And I didn't get to it because we were already at like about thirty minutes, and I really liked the energy of that episode. Now, uh, if you have listened to the podcast before, uh, you may know that every so often we do little BuzzFeed quizzes related to teaching, and most of the time they're made by non-teachers. So this one is uh, titled "If you were a teacher, which grade would you teach?" Now, just to recap, I teach high school, so. There's just a few questions. It looks like there's a little slide bar on saying if you hate it or enjoy it. Uh, So the first one is, how do you feel about math? I actually liked it. I'm going to go somewhere in between enjoy it and it's okay in the center there. How do you feel about earth science? Well, I believe in climate change. So I'm going to say I enjoy it. It's closer to that side of the thing. How do you feel about reading? I do enjoy that. It's all the way to the right. How do you feel about art? So they're asking me subjects, but they're going to figure out my grade level. Uh, It's okay. We'll stick there a little to the right, I guess. World history, enjoy it. P.E., enjoy it. Chemistry, eh, sure. Uh, how do you feel about writing? Eh, it's somewhere in the middle. Oh, and that's it. Those are the only questions. Well, if you hate it or enjoy it? So if this is high school and you said you hate writing, or sorry, so if you said you hate writing, does that mean that you're automatically going to teach high school because those kids hate writing too? Let's see what I got. Oh, shit. Says if you were a teacher, you would teach. Tenth grade, and that's pretty much what I mostly teach. So I guess I'm in the right space. What would happen if I were to switch my answers? I feel kind of predictable that they. I am like a walking. Uh, I'm the epitome of a high school social studies teacher. I do sports and stuff too. I bet. I bet you some people hear that and they're like, "Oh, he only does sports." But let's just see what happens here. If I if I switch all my answers, so math hate it, uh, earth science hate it, reading hate it. I said I like everything. Does that just mean that you're supposed to be? Uh, world history, hate it. We'll do P.E., uh, enjoy it. I'll keep that the same. Chemistry, somewhere in between hate it and dislike it. How do you feel about writing? Dislike it. I'm done. The answer I get is first grade. So if you hate <laughs> if you hate everything, you should teach first grade according to this BuzzFeed thing. So do you see what I mean by these bu- BuzzFeed quizzes? And they're good entertainment value stuff, obviously. They're good for entertainment value. But the actual uh, content of it or the... Uh, the lack thereof, I guess. It's, it's very telling about who's, who's actually making these things. So uh, I'm going to be, hopefully by the time the episode airs, I'll have way less stress in my life because uh, the district loves to make us reset our passwords every uh, one to two weeks. Not really, but something like that. And uh, I was woken up Sunday to a nice email about missing swipes saying, hey, you might want to check your missing swipes just in case you have them to make sure that you get a full paycheck. So me, I, I go to log in and then the district says, well, your password expired. You should, you should reset it. So, okay, I try to reset it and says, well, you have to log in, stupid ass. Okay, fine, cool. Just ignore that one. I'm going to try to log in so I can reset it to a new one. And it says, oh, you're not connected to the servers. You have to use your VPN to log in. Okay, I don't know how I'm going to do that without a password that I can use. I'm going to attempt to log into my VPN. Oh, you need to reset your password before you can log in to your VPN, you stupid ass. Now I'm getting mad. So about 15 minutes later, I find a loophole to finally get my password reset. So, okay. Now, let's deal with the main issue. And the main issue is the swipe so I can get my full paycheck, whatever. We're doing telework, so I'm not physically swiping in. I'm just doing it digitally. It says, oh, that's not your password. Huh, okay. I'm going to double check it. I mean, I, I know it's my new password, but I'm going to double check because I make mistakes sometimes. Maybe I typed too fast. I'm going to slow it down a little bit. So, I, I attempt a second time. It says, oh, try again one more time. I go, uh, I'm going to wait a little bit just in case. And I attempted a third time about 20 minutes later. And it says, you attempted it too many times incorrectly within a 45-minute span. So now, you stupid ass, you're locked out of your account. You should contact your admin to fix it. And maybe they'll get back to you in four to six weeks. Enjoy your half paycheck. So that's how my Sunday went. And granted, I think my my stuff's all good. I already contacted people. But it's another issue where here's here's the main reason why I was mad. I I had to resolve it. Right then and there, or soon hopefully, and uh, because of my password being locked out of everything except for Google, I couldn't get to IC IT services, <laughs> and we all know that when I try to call them, they hang up on me because they don't like me. So I guess I got kind of screwed there. So hopefully that's fixed, and uh, I say all of that, and and I guess you could say that is also on stimulus, <laughs> but I say all of that because you know it's yet again where the, the district is inconveniencing and we're just we're just trying to do our damn jobs and and call it call it a week get paid for the work that we're doing even though everyone claims we're not doing it whatever it is and and be safe while doing it that's all we're trying to do so anyway uh thank you guys for listening to this episode um if you haven't rated and us rated and reviewed us yet uh, please make sure you do that. Hopefully you were you were drinking along with this one as long as it wasn't during work or during uh, a poor time. But if you drive to work and commute and listen, hopefully you weren't listening then. But uh, get some rum next time for the next episode. Uh, check out that Patreon for that bonus and exclusive content that you can only see on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash classroom brew. Especially if you're trying to get some merch. I pack the merch by myself so that you guys can get it. Sometimes I include a little note. So it's going to for sure get there. It's not some warehouse. It's just me. So uh, again, patreon.com slash classroom brew. Uh, if you haven't checked out any of the previous episodes, 183 was a huge energy uh, episode. Uh, but also 182 with Alex. Go check out First Gen Teacher Lens. That's for sure a good one. Uh, Devin Siebold and uh, Crying in My Car, a podcast for teachers. Huge recommendation there. And of course, social studies with Joe Dombrowski. So thanks so much for listening. And until next week, Last dismissed.